0: I'm here with Steve Gu. He's CEO of iFi.
1: Thank you for the introduction. Super excited to be here. It's Thanks nice for inviting. You. So, you know, I, I worked at Apple, the human interface device group, and I worked at Google X, the so-called moonshot factory. I was in a Google Glass team. So, you know, I also got my PhD in computation, and I, I'm always a big fan of technology. I really uh, feel passionate about that. My my hope is to really develop technology to simplify people's lives, to make everyone's uh, lives easier. Back to twenty. Uh, 20- 15, 2016, that was where the company was founded. That was also the time where computer vision and deep learning was really taking off. And, and uh, we were super excited about the potential of computer vision and uh, its tremendous amount of applications that are possible there. Uh, so we hope that like Wi-Fi permitting through the physical space, we hope that the Wi-Fi can be an uh, indispensable infrastructure that is also pervasive in the future. So that's why the, is to make AI as widely accessible as Wi-Fi, helping improving the, the quality of life. For everyone, i find it is to build this infrastructure to turn those physical uh, shopping grounds into a, a fully autonomous store, right? A shop that can run essentially by itself. And so the idea is that because we see this macro trend that the whole world is moving towards being autonomous, whether that's with self driving cars, smart homes, automated warehouse. So we think that the physical retail is also going through a fundamental transformation where um, you are going to see more and more stars being automated in the future. Yes.
0: Well, it's interesting because your use of AI is really for physical space, a 3D space. And, you know, and, and inco- all encompassing and obviously in retail, that means brick and mortar. And it's interesting to bring your company to the forefront and you you've done some really interesting things and we'll get into it because everybody just thinks uh, in general, like Amazon Go is the only one doing it. So you've got a lot of traction happening and a lot of projects we can, we can really get into. So, um, The difference between Amazon Go and you is they're a vertical product. They're building the space, they're putting the stuff in, and then they're doing the the outfitting. And you're available, from my understanding, from mom and pop stores up through, what is it? 10,000 square foot enterprise level establishments. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yes. that?
1: Yes. Well, well, first of all, I think that the physical space is really where uh, AI can truly thrive and, and uh, shine for the simple reason that, first of all, simply historically, this was never made possible, right? So it was only made possible in, in the recent years. But the more, more importantly, from the economics perspective, you know, despite the, the rapid growth of e-commerce and all those things, and uh, still the majority of the transactions, I believe it's more than 80% of the transactions, still happen in the physical world. Right? And also, you know, we human beings, we live in the physical world. We need to interact with the physical objects. Even though everyone you know is talking about the metaverse, I'm a big fan of the metaverse as well. But you know, the majority of the activities still happen in the physical world. And that's where you know we think AI can play a huge uh, role here. Um,
0: talk a little bit about the breadth of the the size that you can service and the type of clients that you can service and i was positioning it oh, against yes. amazon go which is like amazon go and it's amazon well they're starting to you know license that out but you're ahead of them you're already doing that so yeah. tell us from the mom and pop up to ten thousand square foot stores i think you have a store at 150 square feet
1: that's that's right so i want to first highlight that you know we are quite different from amazon go right? so first of all Amazon. Yeah. You know, they have a giant e-commerce, you know, giant website that they have owned their own retail operations. In a sense, they are also running their own stores. We, on the other hand, technology firm by heart. We are not retailers. We chose to work with retailers to make all this amazing autonomous shopping experience to, to happen. And and in doing so, uh, we are creating essentially a platform that allow us to work very closely with our retail partners to transform their physical space to be an uh, autonomous store. And this actually set us apart for Amazon Go because, you know, we are working with uh, limits and bounds. For example, you know, uh, our clients, they want the minimal disruption, they want uh, the solution to be very cost effective but they want in you know, a rapid deployment they want the consumers to have this particular type of user experience which is actually different from amazon go in many uh, aspects so that that's why you know they, they chose to work with IFI because you know we are very flexible to work with we provide a solution specific tailored to their needs and also you know we we are a great partner to work with right as opposed to amazon who is also competing with them from the retail side
0: if those are all of your your key competencies and offerings to a retailer, I know that you did, you had a pop-up shop at GovBall, right? Yeah, yeah. What, what is the onboarding for that? I mean, obviously you have already built in the physical characteristics of the shopper. I would think that that's like baseline. You have that. But how does it work with respect to, generally speaking, as best you can, unique, unique Products for each different client. Like, do they have to send you pictures or specifications? And how long does it take? Like, if Gubbal decided two weeks before Gubbal, could you accommodate that, or is it six months? How does it work?
1: Yeah, uh, think about us as building the essentially the operating system for the autonomous retail. What that means is that uh, you know our core product stays the same, but it can be manifesting through different store formats. As I'm speaking, the, small, the smallest store we launched today is what we call the Nano Store. It's uh, essentially a shipping container size store where it's about uh, 8, about 160 square feet in size. You can uh, use your credit card or uh, cell phone app to tap and walk in, grab stuff and leave. Uh, that's the smaller size we, we launched today. Uh, you know, in partnership with Verizon, Zaploop, uh, a few other clients as well. And uh, then on the larger size, we work on you know express stores, convenience stores, and all the other way to grocery stores and super. To you know, to the outside view, they they look very different, right? So in a small store, a larger size store. But you know, uh, from our perspective, the operating principles, uh, the platform stays the, the same. So platform is made very uh, flexible and scalable, so that you know whether that's a small size store or larger size store. Um, the 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 code base, the the API stayed the same. So that's why we believe you know um, it, we are in a unique position to tackle this space. Another thing about us is that you know we also create a, a very nice suite of APIs that allow the customers to to customize their shopping journey. For example. Um, In the nano store, you mentioned that with Verizon, you know, we support two different types of user journey, right? So one is uh, tapping the credit card to walk in, the other using the QR code to walk in. But that's what we call the checkout free store, meaning that um, there's a gate in the entrance, you tap in, the gate will open, then you walk in, you leave. And then with Carrefour in France, we recently launched a store called um, Carrefour Flash 1010. So that store is what we call a check-in free store, meaning that everyone can freely walk into the shop Uh, You don't need a credit card or anything. Uh, There's no gate. There's no entry. So you basically walk in, grab stuff. And the the moment you walk walk out, you go to terminal, and then the receipts will pop up automatically. Then you tap your credit card to pay, right? So uh, this kind of removes all the barriers, you know, everyone can freely walk into the user shop. The beauty of our system is that, you know, we can support the different types of user journeys all based on the same operating platform.
0: I want to highlight that for everyone, so you can check in with a payment method, or just walk in and on the exit. There's a payment method. So let's go back to the AAA because it's really important. You want to walk us through that? Your AAA promise?
1: Yeah, thanks for uh, bringing that up. AAA stands for accurate, affordable, and autonomous. AAA. So on the accurate side, so the the the, the promise is that uh, we are building a high precision, super accurate system that allows the competition to be able to decipher who is grabbing what where when and how almost in real time and, and it's being able to generate receipts that is accurate. so We think that this not only, you know, makes it easy for consumers to, to shop, but also makes it very easy for the retailers to run the shop, right? So in doing so, uh, not only they see, you know, happy customers, but also they see reduced or shrink, better inventory management. So that's about the, the accuracy part. And then about the affordable part, you know, that sounds a no brainer because, you know, for consumers, they want a low price, good quality products at the, you know, uh, good, uh, Good price, right? So, and then to the retailers, they also want to minimize the, the operation cost, making sure the stock can run profitably. So we uh, make uh, you know try our best to reduce the solution cost to make it affordable to our retail customers, so that, that they can deploy the system uh, with confidence and uh, easy in mind, so that they're not you know spending too much money in doing so, and making it scalable as well. And the last part is about autonomous. This also uh, speaks to two directions. One is about the consumer side. People want the checking free or checkout free. They, they don't want the frictions. No one wants to wait in line. So people want to just, uh, you know, quick. Walk in, grab and leave and be done with that. Like, like the store we launched recently with Verizon in stadiums and music festivals. So fans just want to, you know, go grab snacks and focus back on the games or the music, right? So that's to the consumers. And then to the retailers, I, I think that, as I said, the, the whole world is, uh, is moving towards being autonomous. So, you know, people want better inventory management, better monitoring of the store so that, uh, you know, they can run those stores with peace in mind. And that's why we say it's uh, autonomous. So uh, just to recap: accurate, affordable, and autonomous. Triple A. Right.
0: I think it's well said, and it checks the boxes of most of the things. Where if you're considering this, if you're a retailer considering this, those are your three sort of well. Well, how will it help me? Will will my shrink go up? want to use that as a segue to pose something to you. I don't know if you've ever been asked this. So I know that that you cover consent. You work in Europe. You follow GDPR. I know that you follow US-based consent. So we're just going to leave it at that, that that's all taken care of, okay? Here's my question to you. If you are an individual and you enter a locked premises, you automatically consent that your genotype that comes from your system is public information now. So it goes to some form of, you know, database or whatever, so that it becomes a shrink deterrent, because now they have like a body map of of the individual. So in other Mm -hmm. words, it's prompted, it triggers as becoming public information or whatever the terminology is, because when it's business hours, your body map is not It's never, ever, ever shared ever, as far as I know. But if you go in after hours and the alarm is set, that becomes shareable information, therefore used as as an anti-theft tool. What are your thoughts on that? That's a very good point. Uh, I
1: I think I think you're right. I'm not a lawyer, by the way. I think there are lots of legal applications on that, but I do believe that what do you characterize as unauthorized use of the store, right? So because there, there are certain sort of user consent that you have to agree to in order to walk into the store. Uh, we don't store those uh, sensitive biometric information, but it doesn't mean that you know we don't. We don't uh, do anything if, uh, you know, someone tries to break into the store. And especially given that uh, those autonomous stores are equipped with, you know, tens of hundreds of uh, cameras on the ceiling everywhere. So they are able to capture with precision a lot of useful information Mm -hmm. to help even deter those uh, theft and and breaking activities. Mm -hmm. Right, so, and then we'll be happy to work with our retailer uh, customers to closely to see how to best adopt a technology to to prevent the people from working and breaking into the store and therefore to reduce the shrink
0: sure, yeah, well, maybe it's out there as a possibility, and you know I think we're all in this together any any rising shrinkage in retail is alarming to everyone in the retail industry. So let's talk a little bit about your most recent projects, which from what I understand, they are NFL projects. Can you speak about Yes,
1: that? I think that's super exciting for us. So, so we recently launched in partnership with Verizon. We launched two stores, one in Miami uh, Dolphins, and uh, the other is with the Detroit Lions. Uh, and both are, you know, very interesting new stores serving specifically for stadiums and the sports fans. By the way, these just were launched uh, literally over the past weekend.
0: I'm on top of things. I'm on top of things. Yes. It's like hot off the press.
1: (laughs) I'm glad that you brought this up. But based on the initial feedback, shoppers and fans, they really love the experience, right? So they they demand this. As I said, they want to quickly walk in, grab snacks and food and focus back on the games. We want them to just leave as quickly as possible. Like a Google search engine, right? So you know they, they want you to leave the page as as quickly as possible. It's it's almost the same here. So we want you to quickly walk in and and, and grab get what you want and leave as quickly as possible as well.
0: <laughs> so just out of curiosity and I don't know if you if you can speak to this, but is is the who's the client? Is it Fanatics? Is it the NFL? Is it the stadium? And so and is it You know, you did these two and their tests and we'll see them everywhere now because everything's interconnected. Will you move over to MLB? Can you speak to that? Are we going to see a plethora of these?
1: I I think you are going to see us in more and more of those opportunities stadiums, music festivals and those those events. that's that's for sure. I, I perhaps I cannot comment on the details, uh, but I do want to acknowledge, you know, deep a great partnership with Verizon, and thanks to their five G capabilities, and you know, combined with our Oasis platform, we are able to deploy the stores very quickly in different places. And the plan is to to deploy more and more of those stores in in, in different uh, events.
0: Well, I give anyone who is partnering with you a lot of credit. At one point, pre-COVID, you were queued up to do projects in airports. How's that going? What's happening with that now that we're, well, we were coming out of it. What's what's happening?
1: Yeah, that was uh, hit hard, you know, to, to be frank, it's just because there was not, well, at least for quite a while, there was not enough traffic in the airport. However, we are still uh, very deeply engaged with uh, several uh, clients on deploying uh, those automated shops in, in the airports. We're going to actually... Um, launch one very soon. Just stay tuned and it's going, it's, it's happening. It's, it's already happening. I, I, th- I think that those are transit hubs, airports, railway stations, bus stops, actually good spots for autonomous stores, right? That's exactly where people, you know, want to get food whenever they want it. And uh, we are happy that our solution will be able to meet that demand.
0: Absolutely. I can't tell you how many times I've walked out of places, you know, when you're getting onto a train or whatever, and you're like, I'm dying, I need something. And you're like, I don't have time. I can't wait. I'm, I'm running late. And so, you know, kudos to you to bring it, bringing the solution. And and it's very exciting to be able to see more and more of this. We are wrapping up. What would you like to add if I didn't cover anything or if there's something everyone to know about? What, what, what would you want? I,
1: I want to highlight a few things um well, f- first of all uh, is that we are definitely launching more and more stores uh, with uh, our amazing clients. You mentioned about the the, the Verizon uh, stores uh, with NFL, but we also launched over 15 stores uh, with Zapka just in the past quarter. It's, it's, it's quite a mind-blowing because you know in the, the, most of the stores are in Poland, and you know we're rapidly deploying those stores with Zapka. And you're going to hear more news from uh, both us and Zapka uh, as, as we get into the new year. I think some really exciting Things are happening, and, and then uh, with Carrefour, so we launched a store with a uh, Carrefour map in Dubai. Uh, that was uh, over three months ago. We got a very positive feedback, and uh, later on last month we launched this uh, Carrefour Flash Ten Ten in downtown Paris. I think and uh, moving forward, they were also you know looking forward to deepening the partnership with Carrefour to launch more stores to serve you know shoppers in um, both in France and Dubai and elsewhere as well. And, and recently, we also announced our partnership with uh, Compass Group. So Compass Group is the world's leading food and um, uh, service provider in the space. And uh, we're very proud that we're working with uh, Compass Group to enable this autonomous shopping for the workplace, for the sports, leisure, and other sectors as well. So that said, I just want to say that, uh, you know, stay tuned, Uh, more and more stores are coming and we'll be able to share with you the great news once we have that.
0: That sounds great. I'd be more than happy to share that news. I'll stay in touch with your team, we will put your website in this retailers can reach out smart retailers know about it smarter retailers will do oh. it so let's keep an eye on your rollout for 2022 i want to
1: maybe add one thing because we talked about autonomous retail talk about the checkout free the how amazing the user experience is maybe one thing i can add to that is as you already mentioned this is this the, the tremendous amount of data coming from the store Right. So uh, people have been talking about the metaverse these days. I would say that the autonomous uh, store is metaverse ready, meaning that, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, this infrastructure is actually indispensable in the sense that with uh, this autonomous infrastructure, you are able to collect all the information from the shopping behavior to, you know, inventory all the details about the store. Think about this, right? So with um, the OASIS platform, you're essentially digitizing the entire store in 3D with pixel-perfect accuracy. So you will be able to know precisely who is where doing what. And and, uh, this amount of data was never unlocked uh, before. And that was only available thanks to this new CCSR on autonomous stores. And and, uh, this amount of data can, can be used for a variety of different applications, right, from promotions to marketing, to, you know, personalized pricing maybe, right? So, you know, there's a lot of things we can do with that and think about the space is already digitized, right? So you can actually navigate it in that virtual space. Reversely, which was also very interesting, is that whatever e-commerce websites can measure, now you can do the same thing in the physical world as well. So in a sense, you know, that, that that's how we think it's, it's bridging the gap between physical and digital. If you put the e-commerce website on the left-hand side, and your mouse is, you know, wiggling through and we will be able to track whichever item you grab, all you know, your, your shopping history, your your the well time, et cetera. And now we can do the same thing in a physical world, right? So but the, your mouse becomes you, you are the ID, you are the code, and we will be able to know precisely which session you get into, how long you stay there, uh, which item you grab, which item you put back, and is that because you don't like the item, et cetera. We will be able to know that and now w- with science, right? So previously it was always empirical evidence, some anecdotal evidence. Now we can measure that precisely with high precision. And uh, that's what's really exciting,
0: I think, in this space. Which brings us back to the foundation of the company, which is AI everywhere like Wi-Fi. You walk into a, a Starbucks, you walk in around wherever you can get on Wi-Fi. It's prevalent. It's everywhere. And that's what this is. It's just wherever you are, it's everywhere, and then it improves your actual journey into what you're doing it's a great tool i applaud you and we'll keep an eye on the technology
1: thank you so much yeah thanks again for inviting it's really nice talking to you